Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of Hot Mess Podcast. I am your host, Matilda Johnson, and I am shitting my pants. And not in the sense where it's like she's taking her prebiotics, her probiotics, is eating fibrous foods, and then is shitting her pants. I mean it in the sense where it's like I am so terrified about doing this podcast and so nervous but it's okay. We're going to get through it. And it's kind of on brand for being a hot mess, isn't it? So I'm going to be a hot mess. You're going to be a hot mess and we're going to get through it together. Before I even start, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's already shown their support for the podcast. It's absolutely crazy that people are getting on board with this before an episode has even come out. So I guess that's probably why I'm shitting myself because I don't want to disappoint y'all. So to be honest, I don't even know (laughs) what we're going to be doing today. I feel like we're just going to go with the flow, get to know each other, see how it all goes down. I also high-key feel like this is the biggest form of narcissism I could have created for myself, thinking that people have any interest in anything I have to say. Uh, But also, I've also had a lot of people say that I'm like the perfect person for this job. And I don't know whether or not to take that in a good way. Like, is that kind of their way of saying I've got the face for radio, you know, that whole spiel. I don't know, but I'm going to take that as a good thing because now here we are with a podcast. So I hope y'all are getting some vitamin D, going on your hot girl walks, taking a bath, relaxing, doing some cleaning and listening to this hot mess talk about being a hot man. Now, before I get into the bulk of today's podcast, I decided why don't we, you know, get some structural stuff done first. We're building a house here and it's going to be our home and we need to lay the foundations. So firstly, we're going to discuss some stuff that we will discuss in every podcast. So basically, I'm just going to give you some answers about what's on my mind, what's on my feed, on my phone, what I'm watching, stuff like that. And then It'll probably change week by week because I never really stay attentive to the one thing at a time. So firstly, what is on my TikTok feed this week? And it is Bama Rush. And if you are not involved in Bama Rush TikTok, let me explain. So basically, people are going to college in America, but Bama, Alabama, they are rushing for their sororities and it is a huge deal and there are all these girls on TikTok who are rushing for different sororities and are doing outfits of the day and taking us along for the ride with them. And it is a whole different world. When I tell you, like, I had no idea what these people do to get into sororities and I would be exhausted. I can't even explain it all. I highly recommend you go onto TikTok and search Bamarash because, like, it's so foreign to me, but I find it so entertaining. And it's really put me in a bad place though because I will suddenly just start talking in my best American accent and be like, hi, my name's Paisley. This is my outfit of the day. I'm wearing a skirt from Lulu's. My top is Shein. My bracelets are Shein. My bag is LJ Bean. I don't know if that's even a brand, but you know what I mean? Like I'm listening to these girls talk every day and now I'm turning into one of them. And I don't think it's a good thing, but I'm entertaining myself. There's this one girl who's in Bamarash at the moment. Her name is Kylan, and she's also Miss Teen Ohio State or something like that. I'm not entirely sure, but she's a pageant queen. And every morning she starts off her daily TikTok vlogs by saying, 
Hey everyone, I hope you're having a great day, not just a good day. She's such a darling. She is like the diamond of the season when it comes to rushing for a sorority. Every sorority is after this girl and it is just so fun to follow along. It's like Bridgerton in real life, but American sorority style girls. So get around it if you're not already on top of this. Another thing that is covering my TikTok feed at the moment is the creation of the movie Don't Worry Darling, which is directed by Olivia Wilde and it stars Harry Styles, oh, love him, and my queen Florence Pugh. And this movie hasn't even been released to cinemas yet, but it has got every woman on a chokehold. People are so excited for this movie and I don't blame them. Firstly, cast looks amazing. It looks like a newer version of like the Stepford Wives kind of scenario. It's sexy, it's scary looking. Everyone's excited to see this. However, big however, there is a lot of controversy surrounding the creation of this film because allegedly, while the film was being created, Olivia Wilde cheated on her now ex-husband, I think they're still going through the divorce settlement, Jason Sudeikis, who we also love, he is a friend of the podcast, uh, with Harry Styles, her leading man. And allegedly, while this was all going on, they were so distracted, Olivia and Harry, were so distracted by the little romance on set that apparently Florence Pugh pretty much had to take over and direct and star in the movie. Now, this is not new information. This has been going on. We've known about this for probably around a year now. However, this week, claims have come out that Harry Styles was paid four times more than Florence Pugh's salary for the movie. So Florence Pugh is the leading lady of this film. And at this point, it also sounds like she was keeping it all together on set and making the film, putting it together. And her salary was only $700,000. Meanwhile, Harry Styles' salary was allegedly $2.5 million for his supporting role. Not only is this screaming like a conflict of interest if the director is having an affair with the actor on set, but also Florence Pugh has an extensive acting career. Not only that, but has achieved many accolades along the way. She was nominated for an Oscar in Little Women and she has won British Independent Film Awards in the past. And as much as I love, respect, adore, admire Harry Styles, he does not have a huge acting background. Everyone knows him as a singer and of course you can extend your career past what you're just known for, but I think when you're acting alongside somebody who is, I'd consider these days one of the best actresses, young actresses we have in the industry. You know, it's a bit uh, on the nose when you find out how much more he's earning. And I'm sorry. Actually, no, I'm not sorry. If this is a topic you don't care to hear about, if you don't want to hear my feminist rants about why women, especially in these work positions, should be getting paid fairly, oh, you've come to the wrong podcast because I will be ranting about this in the future. And when this movie comes out, you best believe I'm going to be front and center in the cinemas and 
reporting on how much I love Florence Pugh and her work. Now lastly for my TikTok feed, we're on a bit of a lighter note and that is with the Coldplay concert that has been going on. I think they're touring around England at the moment. I'm not entirely sure. They could just be doing a few concerts at Wembley or the O2. I don't know what's going on. But they have been doing something that is so amazing for the environment for one thing and inventive and I feel like it could change the way people attend concerts if more people got on board with what they're doing like I'm genuinely like Chris Martin has solved climate change and that is by powering the entire show through the crowd's movement so the more that the audience jumps and dances and enjoys their time at the concert that's what powers the show it's what powers the lights it's what powers the amplifiers, the instruments, the microphones, everything is powered through the crowd's movement. So firstly, you wouldn't be knowing that you're putting on a bloody good show to make that work, but obviously it's Coldplay, they're achieving this. But is that not just the coolest thing? Uh, I feel like more artists could get involved in this and it would be wildly successful. The next topic on my weekly roundup, if you will, is what am I watching? And I'm really proud of these finds this week. I feel like I've watched some genuinely really good shows and movies, and I really hope you guys get around them as well, because I want everyone to be watching these. Okay, so I have two shows to recommend, and they have both been out for a while now. I'm just late to get on the bandwagon. The first one is made on Netflix. The show is starring Margaret Qualley, my favorite nepotism baby, and her real-life mother, Andy McDowell, and it discusses so much. It covers so many hard topics. It makes you really think about how good your life is. It made me feel very, ugh, I hate to use this term. It made me feel very blessed for the life I have. I finished it last night. I was weeping and I was messaging my boyfriend, my family, my friends being like, you all need to watch this. And trust me, you need to watch this. I think some of the topics could be triggering some for some people. So before I get into what the show is all about, I'll just let you all know what's involved in the show. So it does cover topics such as mental health, substance abuse, domestic violence, toxic relationships, homelessness, motherhood. It's it's a tough one. It is a hard one to get through, but it's also extremely uplifting and eye-opening and educational. I really think everyone should watch this at some point. It follows a young mother who is trying to navigate life and getting herself out of toxic situations and also trying to get her daughter out of toxic situations and being able to raise her in a safe and healthy environment. And it honestly just made me feel so grateful for the fact that I I was very lucky. I didn't have any situationship, situationships? <laughs> situations like this growing up not to this degree, you know, I've never, I'm very lucky in the way I was raised and I know it's not like that for everyone. And I, I want to be more aware of my surroundings and the fact that people don't all come from the same walk of life. And it's very important to understand that these stories do exist in real time. And it could be the person that you're sitting next to on the tram. It could be somebody you work with. It could be one of your best friends. And it's just a very, empathetic story and eye-opening. Oh, I could go on about this for hours, honestly. Following on from this, I also watched the movie Promising Young Woman this week for the first time. And 
I can't believe that I left it this long before seeing this movie. All my friends have recommended it to me and my sister. And I feel like if my sister recommends a movie to me, it's got to be good because she never has <laughs> recommendations. She's always asking me for some. So I'm like, I know it's going to be good if my sister is all over it already. If you haven't heard of this movie, it came out in 2020 and stars our queen Carrie Mulligan as the female protagonist. And it is, I'd say a mix of a thriller and a crime movie. Again, it covers extremely difficult topics that it's a very hard movie to swallow. I felt empty after watching it. Basically, it follows a young woman who takes it upon herself to seek revenge for her friend, Nina, who committed suicide after being raped by their classmate. Very, very heavy topics. But again, it perfectly showed power imbalances between men and women and how men seemingly think that they can get away with assaulting women when they think they're under the influence or even when they think they're in a vulnerable situation. This movie really put me through the ringer of emotions. I felt angry. I felt empowered. I was deeply sad, deeply saddened by what was going on. And I think the reason I felt so strongly about it is because I've realized, uh, not even recently, I've known this for a very long time. I can't name a woman who I know who has not been assaulted or harassed by a man. I genuinely think this movie should be studied in schools at least for years 10 to 12. I think it should be studied. I think it should be analyzed. I am not gonna lie, I was watching it and was got into my year 12 English literature brain because there is so much to devour from this movie and to take in and I could write an essay on it, honestly. It was so brilliantly written and filmed and it was done in a sensitive way, but also because it, discusses such hard topics. I enjoyed the fact that they also added in a little bit of comedy to make it easier to digest because of course, when you're tackling such dark topics and very real topics, you need to make it a little bit lighthearted so people aren't going to go home and just be a wreck for hours. I also watched the 2019 action thriller. I've really been into the action thriller films this week. What am I doing? Uh, it's called Anna and it was directed by Luke Besson and stars Sasha Luss and the likes of Helen Marin. And it is about a Russian beauty who works for the KGB and is a spy and then is working for the CIA. It's very, it's a lot. It keeps you on your toes. And I realized whilst watching this movie that probably one of my biggest toxic traits is that I love watching an action film, right? I love watching spies. I think the way they make it look in these movies is so glamorous and sensual and these women have it all and they look amazing whilst they do it whilst they're killing people, you know, assassinating people. And in my mind, I'm like, I could do that. Like, what? No, I definitely could not. Definitely could not do that. But I don't know. In my mind, I'm like, I could fight somebody off in hand-to-hand -hand combat. No, Tilly, you absolutely could not. You are weak as piss. You're not going to fight a man in hand-to-hand -hand combat and succeed. But this movie along with many other movies, makes me believe if it came down to it, I could. That's my toxic trait. I think I could do it. 
And the final segment before we get into the actual podcast, I'm so sorry this has taken a long time. Uh, The final segment is who's my favorite celebrity of the week? This is going to surprise people. It surprised me. My favorite celebrity this week is Megan Trainor. You know Megan Trainor from You Know I'm All About That Bass. I used to hate that song, but you know why I love Megan Trainor these days? It's because I spend too much time on TikTok and that queen is constantly on TikTok, TikToking with different influences and her husband, she is married to the kid from Spy Kids, Junie. Anyway, I think their romance is super sweet. I've also been listening to her podcast that she shares with her brother. She has such a sweet relationship with the members of her family. She has her siblings who live with her and her husband. And the sibling who she hosts the podcast with is currently dealing with his sobriety. So their podcast is called Working On It. And it had me in fits of laughter. I was out on my hot girl walk, literally pissing my pants and people were walking past me like, what is this girl on about? I've got my little headphones in and I'm literally laughing my head off because Megan Trainer is just actually hilarious. And she has the cutest baby as well with her partner. It's this little ginger child that has to wear glasses It's the most adorable thing you've ever seen. So I recommend jumping on Megan Trainor's TikTok and her podcast. It's a good time. But like subscribe to me first before you subscribe to her. But you've heard it here first. Megan Trainor is a laugh. All right. Now we're done with that first segment. And I promise it won't be that long every week. I feel like I've just I've had a lot going on this week. And by that, I mean nothing. I've had a lot of free time. So that is me trying to round up all the shit that I've been watching and listening to. So it won't be that long in the future. So should we like get to know each other? I feel like I'm on a like really awkward first date. So I just want you to know ahead of time that this podcast is going to be covering a lot of shit, right? We're going to be talking politics. We're going to be talking fashion, sex, pop culture, social media, business, relationships, mental health, you name it. We're going to be discussing it and we're going to be in depth about it. I'm also super keen for some of the guests that we're going to be having in the future. A lot of them are going to be close friends of mine and people I look up to and it's going to be a lot. We're going to be talking a lot of shit together and I think we're just going to have a lot of fun and we're going to see where it takes us. It's going to be a journey. We're going to get through it together. So if you couldn't tell from my recommendations before, I do consider myself quite a feminist and I don't mean that in like, I feel like people these days don't like feminists. I mean, people never really have, but these days you always hear people saying, oh, you can't say anything without pissing off a feminist anymore. I can take a joke, but like, I want to be paid the same as you, mate. So that's like why I get mad. And I also don't want to be murdered and I don't want to be sexually assaulted when I leave the house. That's why I get mad. That's why I like the movies and I gave the suggestions that I did. If you don't like it, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm also trying to teach myself to not apologize for everything I do. So I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I feel like we're going to do some speed dating. So If I could describe my style, I'd describe it as a mix of Adam Sandler chic. I like to get around in big t-shirts and shorts and sneakers. But then I also, I love getting dressed up and being very extra. I love looking like the hottest bitch in the room if I can. And that's just because I'm an attention whore. 
you know, I'm a Gemini sun, Leo, moon, Leo rising. And I think my star signs really do sum up my personality. I'm an attention whore. Okay. That's what we have to get across now. I, I love attention, but I'm also very, very insecure. And I would say I do also get social anxiety. I am a mixed bag. I'm a conundrum, you know, I'm a tough one to crack. Not really. I wear my heart on my sleeve. That's why I've started a podcast. If you've come here from the TikTok get to know me little video that I did, then you would have heard me discuss the little quarter life crisis that I had a couple of years ago. And we are going to discuss that a lot throughout the podcast because that's definitely when I hit my lowest point, I'd say. And when I really was a hot mess. And also, okay, Hold on, I just realized we need to discuss what it is to be a hot mess. Okay, hot mess, hot girl walks, hot girl podcast, what it is to be a hot girl, what it is to be a hot mess. Let's go. I truly believe being a hot girl is a state of mind, okay? Like, I have days, I am so insecure. I go to therapy because of this. I have had my mental struggles over the year. I feel like I'm finally kind of reaching a good place in my life where I'm starting to accept myself more and more each day. But of course, like like anyone else, we all have pieces of our lives that we wish were better. But this is what I discovered a few years ago that truly changed my mind on things a little bit. And it's that being a hot girl is literally just a state of mind and a way of life. You know, we were so conditioned as kids to be like, this person's hot, this person is not. But what divides those two people really isn't much. It's really just a mindset because you can glow up and you can change and you can become a different person. I think I've lived like 20 different lives within my own lifetime. But becoming what I define as a hot girl is literally just trying to make my life better and improve who I am on a day-to-day basis. It has nothing to do with looks. It has nothing to do with looks. To be honest, physically, I would describe myself as my hottest when I was mentally the worst version of myself. And I say that wholeheartedly. I'd say five years ago, three years ago, I was the worst version of myself and I was going through a lot mentally. And, but physically I'd be like, yeah, I looked great, but it was not a healthy great. Being hot shouldn't be an unhealthy thing. I'm going to be a hot girl and be mentally strong. You know, that's what I'm now defining as being a hot girl, being in a place mentally where I'm confident with who I am and what I look like and you know, walking into a room and not being timid and afraid or scared and feel vulnerable. That to me is what being a hot girl is, being proud of who you are and what you represent in your day-to-day life. But the reason I've named this show A Hot Mess is because life is fucking messy. We have no control of what goes on in our lives. You know, little things can affect us without it being even a big drama and suddenly it will implode. You know, the tiniest things can just ruin our self-esteem and bring us back down to the first peg and we have to start from scratch and try to become the hot girl again. And that's why this is called Hot Mess because we are all hot bitches, right? We are all hot as fuck, 
but we don't have to have it together all the time. We can be a mess too. And that's okay. We're still figuring life out. We're still growing. We're still getting through it. And it's all right. Growth is good. Change is good. And we have to learn to accept this. So that's why we're all here together. We're going to be growing together. We're going to be learning different things together. We're going to be learning about ourselves along the way. I'm terrified. I've already expressed this. I don't expect this to be good straight off the bat. That's what is important about this entire journey is that I'm going to be growing as a podcaster. This is something that I've always wanted to do. This is a passion project for me. And I would just be hurting myself if I didn't let myself discover this passion and explore it more. And so I really just hope that you can accept this as an as a listener that I don't have it all together yet. I'm going to try my best and we're going to see how it goes, but we're just going to go with the flow for now and just see where it takes us and hope for the best. Okay, so I've decided to wrap up the episode here. And I know we didn't get through too much together just yet, but I think that's going to keep things exciting and interesting. We don't have to know everything about each other just yet. I want to keep some things hidden before we go too in depth with all about me and all about my life and all about the mess that I've created for myself. So tune in next week. We're going to be discussing life as a 20-something dealing with hustle culture, I think. Well, that's what I think so far. If not, it'll be something else, but we'll find out together. So again, I cannot thank you enough for listening to my very first episode. Still can't believe this is happening. If you told me three years ago that this is what I'd be doing, I'd be saying, absolutely fucking not, you're delusional. So I'm very excited that I'm pushing my own boundaries in doing this. And thank you for being supportive and getting through this episode and actually listening and not giving up on me. So thank you and I'll see you next week.